Peace be upon you. Welcome to Rational Religion. We're going to be having a look at uh, Joe Rogan quoting Jordan Peterson on some life advice and seeing whether we should follow it. Let's have a look. We is thought of as a virtue. Jordan Peterson has a really interesting way of looking at this. And he said it to me once and it made a lot of sense. He said, people think that you should be weak and you should be docile and then you, you, you should be a pacifist. He goes, no you should be a monster. He said, you should be a monster, you should be ruthlessly ambitious, and then learn how to control it. And it's that old expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. It's an old expression, but it makes sense, because mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you can't be kind if you're strong, but it does mean you can't be strong if you're weak. And there's a lot of weak people in this country right now that are trying to take control. But so, uh, so initial reactions. Initial reaction is that, so the reason I put this on our group yeah. uh, for what, what we want to respond to is because it, it, it sums up a moral philosophy. It sums up the moral philosophy of the West very nicely, mm. um, which is that, you know, and it, it, so people don't understand, but a lot of the culture that we have today, a lot of it stems from, uh, you know, centuries of belief. Mm. And in fact, millennia of belief mm. and that religion that exists, it permeates into society and then molds the national character yeah. of people. Cultural so, values. The cultural values. So that even when they discard the religion, yeah, yeah. They, are, they are left with the cultural values yeah. that are distilled from that religious concept of God. Mm. And this is so interesting because he begins by talking uh, in this video about uh, people say... You should be docile, pacifist, um, you know, kind, right? Yeah, be kind. Be kind. And, you know, but actually, you should be a monster who mm. learns to be kind because you, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. Right? So, in other words, you need to have... What they're basically saying there is that you need to have both aspects of a character... You need to have the aspect of severity and punishment mm. and power and mm. authority. And you need the aspect of gentleness, forgiving, kind, loving. And yeah. you need to be a balance of both to be a complete human being. That's yeah. basically what Joe Rogan is saying. Yeah. Via, Joe, Jordan Peterson via Rogan. Joe, Jordan Peterson via Joe, Joe, via Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is, is well, what do you make of that? I know you. I think you get it. You get it where I'm getting getting to. Last page of philosophy, the teachings of Islam is where well, I'm getting to. Well, I was going to say that the um, the the Islamic conception of of morals is that you should no more no moral virtue <coughs> or no no moral impulse is necessarily good or evil. It's about how you use it and where you use it. So um, you should be harsh when harshness is demanding is demanded yeah. by the situation. You should be forgiving and gentle when gentleness is is demanded by the situation. There's obviously the famous verse of the Quran where it says, you know, um, you should uh, the punishment for a crime is uh, an injury the like thereof, uh, but forgiveness is better if it leads to reformation. Yeah. So you have to figure out what is the appropriate moral um, to demonstrate here in reference to what I want to achieve. So Islam, unlike Christianity... Well, in reference to what God wants me to achieve, actually. That's true, yeah. In, in reference to... to yeah. What, what Otherwise, you're just a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. well, Otherwise, you're just what, efficient. What should I do? What should I do here? I'll, uh, yeah, God. No, if what you want to achieve, if you are a believer and you want God's, you know, the outcomes that God has given you. Yeah. Um, 
so that is contrary to the gospel's kind of um, emphasis on pure gentleness, uh, where it's all about turn the other cheek. You know, it's all about, um, you know, forgiveness and nothing but kind of kindness and compassion. And that may have been appropriate because the, the Jewish people have, prob- they, they seem to have gone so far down the harshness um, uh, principle. That, at the time of Jesus. At the time of Jesus, when Jesus appeared 2000 years ago, that they needed someone to counterbalance that. Yes. So that they came back to the middle. Yes. So that they came back to a sense of, I'll be harsh when I'll be, when I should be harsh and I'll be kind and forgiving when I should be kind and forgiving. Jesus needed to emphasize one end of the spectrum because they were on the other side of the spectrum. And Quran, the Quran is one which in one teaching encapsulates the whole thing. It tells you to be in the middle. It tells you that you have to have both sides of the spectrum, but channel them according to whatever, um, to the situation, right? And it also uh, speaks to me, this, this whole philosophy, which is that the Quran, unlike other religions, especially Christianity, doesn't tell you to kill your desires outright. It says that you should channel them in the right way. So monasticism is not a thing in uh, and celibacy is not a thing in Islam. It's explicitly prohibited. It's, it's completely prohibited. It's 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 un-Islamic. It's it's you know something which will earn the displeasure of God, mm. because you are destroying a faculty which God has given you, and it's a, it's a rank um, it's rank ungratefulness and gratitude to yeah. God. Where, what Islam, but then Islam doesn't say, well, then just be a Lothario and, you know, have con- complete sexual permissiveness. It says, exercise your faculties within the four walls of the Sharia. Oh. Scary word. Just means, it just means <laughs> God's the, the moral law, the spiritual moral law of God's teaching. Yeah. So it's, you know, Islam is this beautiful kind of middle way. Right. And it kind of, it's a teaching which has, it's so clearly from the creator of mankind because it, it, understands all of our faculties yeah, and it understands that we want to exercise them, but it guides you to exercise them in the right way. Yeah. It's so balanced. Even if you read the Quran, like I, if you read like long tracks of it, it's so balanced in the way that at times it'll emphasize God's um, harshness and his punishment, but it'll, you know, it'll always then, 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 then talk about God's forgiveness. And it's this kind of constant uh, balancing act, if you will, with a, with a with a slightly more side of kind of forgiving and mercy, obviously, but it's this uh, it's this beautiful kind of middle line. And Islam, one of the the meanings of Surat al Mustaqim, which is the the path you know uh, that we mid- pray for, yeah, the path that that Muslims pray pray to uh, to be led down the straight path is that it is the middle path, the middle Correct. way. Yeah, and I've got a verse of the Quran which relates to that, chapter two, verse 144, 143. If you don't include Bismillah as the first verse, <laughs> And thus have we made you, it's translated here as an exalted nation, but the word wasata, right? It means the middle nation. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? So it signifies that we have made you uh, (coughs) a nation of the middle. Yeah, of balance. Of balance. Um, and so this is a wonderful particular verse of the Quran because people accuse the Quran and Islam of being a religion of extreme. Yeah. And God particularly here says is that actually we made you to be a moderate nation, mm. which is balanced between the forces of harshness and tenderness, Jalal and Jamal mm. in Islamic terminology. And, you know, I think that, you know, you summed it up really nicely, which is that Islam teaches that you should exercise there is no protect that every single one of your faculties is blessed mm. including punishment including harshness including anger mm. you know yeah right all of these things have value that's why god gave them to you 
Yeah. Right. But they become ugly when they're exercised in the wrong context. And so the founder of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, he, <clears throat> he uh, emphasized that what is wisdom? He was asked, what is wisdom? And he summed it up so perfectly in such a small number of words. He said, wisdom is to place a thing in its correct location. Yeah. That's, that's all the wisdom is. Right time, right place. Right time, right place. So, you know, wisdom is to exercise anger when anger is appropriate for the sake of God on important matters, which are not to do with your personal ego. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, forgiveness is appropriate when it will lead to reformation, as the Quran says. Punishment is appropriate when punishment will lead to reformation. Forgiveness will not. And yeah. just as punishment when forgiveness is appropriate is wrong, forgiveness when punishment is appropriate is wrong as well. Yeah. Right? So... This ultimately, in my view, stems from your perception of God. Mm. The Christians perceived God as a weak man who was beaten and flogged and put on a cross and died and was impotent mm. and said, I, you know, oh Lord, forgive them who persecute me, you know? And they say, oh, he forgave his oppressors. Mm. Well, okay, he forgave his oppressors. Let's say he forgave his oppressors. But he was in a position of total weakness to forgive at a point when you can't exact punishment. It's just a meaningless phrase. Yeah. No, oh, I forgive you. Oh, really? You forgive us, do you? As you're lying on the cross, yeah. humiliated, broken. Oh, you're forgiving us. Mm. Forgiveness is when you have complete authority over someone mm. and then you forgive them. And that's exactly what the Prophet Muhammad did. Yeah. When he conquered Makkah with 10,000, an army of 10,000, and he had all of his enemies in his grasp under his hand, he could have had all of them rounded up and executed in a moment. Mm. And you know what? Nobody would have really battered an eyelid. Mm. Right, because of the injustices that had been performed upon him and his family. You know, Hind, the um, wife of Abu Sufyan, she cut open the liver of the Prophet Muhammad's uncle on the battlefield of Ahud and ate his liver. Mm. She cannibalized him on the battlefield and he forgave her. He forgave the man who murdered his pregnant daughter, pushed her off a camel, caused her to miscarry, died, died later as a result of the miscarriage. Yeah. So, and he forgave him, Habbar, that was his name. So, you know, Islam exercises forgiveness when it was appropriate and it does and it exercises punishment is appropriate but the christian conception of uh the kindness and impotence and turning the other cheek and weakness is actually the virtue yeah is comes directly from their conception of god because they personified god as a weak man hmm. right and this is what in the last chapter of uh, philosophy of the teachings of islam by mirza ghulam ahmed may allah um send down blessings upon him and peace upon him um, he wrote in this amazing book, Philosophy Teachings of Islam, last chapter, he talks about how those who conceive of God as only having the attributes of gentleness and forbearance and forgiveness and didn't deny the attributes of God of punishment and wrath and justice, um, that they ultimately uh, do not understand who God is. They've misrepresented God. And the consequence is this. You know, you look at a Joe Rogan clip, you're like, oh, cool, flick, next video. Hmm. It's got a profound religious uh, history stretching over eons as to what he's feeling there. And, and I also wonder that, you know, what is being said here, the kind of Jordan Peterson philosophy, um, and now even the red pill stuff, is a kind of backlash to the weakness or and the kind of emasculate... Um, what's the phrase? Emasculation? No. Yeah. 
yeah, whatever, emasculation, correct, yeah. Of, uh, of, of, of that, that is current in Western society, yeah. where everything is um, feminized in the sense of there is an overemphasis on the typical feminine uh, qualities of gentleness and, and forgiveness and the, these kind and of accept soft, softness. Acceptance. And yeah, and softness. Uh, and then you're kind of having this kind of quite, ma and in some respects, you could say, I think I would say, over-masculine backlash to it. Mm. Because everyone's trying to find the middle ground and they're being pulled super this way. And then it's like, no, no, we need to go all the way this way. And it's, you know, teach you to be the, the Uber macho. Yeah. The, the super macho guy who's able to, to get all the girls, etc. And what they're really trying to get to is, is the middle path. And, and I think this would be a crit. although I think that Peterson's advice here, uh, demonstrates a moral philosophy, which we would accord with in a sense, his well, way, I wouldn't call it the ambition and ruthlessness. No, no well, this is the, 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 the he, he's trying to get to that, he, yeah. but he doesn't really quite know what he's trying to get to. But yeah. the, that's kind of the sentiment. He's getting in the right direction. But the yeah. way he's talking about it is uh, is wrong. But to become a monster, then control yourself, fails to understand what the what the idea of a monster is. Yeah. A monster is out of control. Yeah. So to try and seek to inculcate in yourself ruthlessness, anger, and essentially being out of control is the path to ruin. Mm. You should never try and do that. You mm. should never say, I'm going to become some, something that is demonic. Yeah. And then I'm going to control myself. <laughs> it reminds me, I know this is a bit of a tangent. It reminds me of Marx in, um, yes. the, uh, the man in the communist manifesto, Marx and Engels in this, hilarious poor, poor angles he always gets missed out <laughs> never, never, I'm, I'm never be second author you've got to be first <laughs> author otherwise nobody's gonna remember you <laughs> i mean it, like it, it's unbelievably frustrating that this philosophy took over the world for so long when you read the manifesto it's so ridiculous because basically the whole idea is we are going to get you to small autonomous um uh, small autonomous kind of you know communities that can just exist by themselves in a self-governing way in a nice and local you know little local cooperatives and the way you need to get there is you create massive international and if not national behemoths of total centralized power <laughs> so become totally centralized in fact basically kill your ruling classes take all the hands of the economic power and political power into your hands and at some point if you could transition to uh, local autonomous uh, self-governing cooperatives that'd be fantastic <laughs> it's like well, funnily enough they never got to that they stopped at massive you know behemoth of centralized political power yeah you have to have you, there was no gateway <laughs> To to getting to what they want, like Marx. Marx, I understand that you want to get there, <laughs> yeah. but you're here now. Yeah. Tell me, how are the people who killed everybody to obtain complete and absolute power going to then give it up exactly to the autonomous local commune pacifist vegan farmers? It's the, it's <laughs> and it's a show demonstrates the same misunderstanding of human nature, which is that you continue to uh, exercise the qualities which you inculcate in yourself. Yeah, exactly. You if you put yourself down one path, you can't be like, well, I want to go there, so we're going that way. So That's not how it works. So if you try and make yourself a monster, you're going to end up a monster. So what you're saying is is that Jordan Peterson is actually Marxist. <laughs> John Peterson's a Marxist. You heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like bombshell. <laughs> no, we, we, we should correct. No, no, John, not, Jordan he, Peterson is making a similar mistake uh, with respect to human nature that Marx made. Yeah, but that's extraordinary. One could say a Marxist mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's extraordinary given how much he hates Marxism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's uh, it's ironic, um, but it it it, it, it demonstrates a, a failure to understand human nature, which is that you should seek from the outset to go down the middle path. You should have the self awareness to figure out where you are. Are you too angry or are you too soft? Mm. I think I'm too soft. I've always thought that about you. I look at you and I think this guy's too gentle. He needs to man up. <laughs> uh, like you know, you need to know where you are, and then you can figure out kind of how do you how do you um, get to the middle. You know, actually, weirdly, I found this with um, medicine and in my job. And I don't know if other people have the same thing in, in their jobs. I ha- I slightly oddly, I found that the way I naturally worked actually it's probably not that one, is that I was basically very anxious. I was very, very um, self-aware and self-critical of, am I doing things in the right way? Are there going to be bad consequences about the way that I work? And actually the way, especially in my early medical career was, I was ruled too much by anxiety to the point where in, in a kind of, in a specific medical sense of accountability and all these things, and I'd be working very late to make sure I had, you know, all the all the I's and you know dotted all the T's, dotted all the I's, crossed the T's. Yeah, made sure everything was done so that I couldn't. You know, I, I I've done everything. Like no one can say he hasn't done the work, and that inevitably leads to burnout because and it's actually not the right way to do things. But that was that was the side of the spectrum that I was on. But I also noticed doctors that were so cavalier that they didn't do any of that. And I initially thought, wow, I wish I could be like this guy. This guy doesn't, he must be amazing. Cause he, he just seems to like, he just, you know, he just carries on. He must have amazing judgment of like what you need to do and what you don't do. And then you later see those guys make big mistakes. Yeah. So they, they didn't have the self-awareness to know where they were, what side of the spectrum they were on. And had they had that, then they could move towards the middle. Someone like me, and there are many doctors like me who mm. on the other side, had I'd they had- most, more, more on that Yeah, side. yeah, yeah. Have you had that self-awareness, then you're able to, then you're at least then able to consciously bring yourself more towards the middle. And I guess you can generalize that to kind of where you are in in general in your, in your moral life uh, and what direction you need to, you need to work towards. But what you shouldn't do is say, wherever I am, I'm going to make myself at one extreme and then bring myself back because you're never going to bring yourself back. You're never going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, can I just say lastly, sorry, I would say lastly, I, I find it ironic, this idea of, uh, uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great quote that kind of, you, it's better to be a warrior, warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. I agree with that. I do in a sense though, who makes the peace? Yeah. It'll be the gardeners. <laughs> so the war will end from the gardeners. Yeah. Not from the warriors. Yeah. It's a very good point. And, uh, it's something that we're seeing in, uh, play out in the world today with Russia and Ukraine actually. Yeah. Well, with Joseph Burrell and the God, the Europe is a garden. Yeah, Europe is a garden. <laughs> who don't have any gardeners? <laughs> yeah, clearly. guess what happens? Too many warriors. <laughs> guess what happens with the garden which doesn't have gardeners? Yes, weeds. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and do make sure to comment, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one.